The green bond market in Asia and the Pacific has been shaken by the economic impacts of COVID-19. Now competing with pandemic bonds, green bond issuance faces new challenges. In this podcast, ADBI Research Fellow Dina Azglieva explains the rising importance of green bonds for the region, the outlook for green bond issuance, and how policymakers can promote the market's post-pandemic growth. Dina, thank you for joining Asia's Developing Future. Can you start by describing the significance of green bonds for development in Asia and the Pacific? Green bonds can help to raise finance for climate change mitigation and climate change adaptation projects. Usually, climate change mitigation projects include renewable energy, energy efficiency, pollution prevention, clean transportation, such as electric vehicles, for example, green buildings, and others. For Asia-Pacific, the importance of green bonds is that they could help to raise finance for meeting energy security and also for meeting greenhouse gas emission reduction targets in Asia. For energy security, in Asia, energy demand is growing very fast due to economic growth, due to population growth, and also due to improvements in energy access. For example, two-thirds of global energy demand growth will appear in the developing Asia by 2040. So that's why Asia will need more investments in energy. For greenhouse gas emission reductions, we know that we need to mobilize more investments in order to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius in order to prevent catastrophic climate change. So that's why green bonds can help here to raise more investments for climate change mitigation projects. How big is the green bond market in the region at present? So green bonds accounts only less than 2% of the whole total global bond market. However, the interesting thing that is growing very fast, and there are some countries in Asia, for example, People's Republic of China, also Japan and Republic of Korea, who are issuing a lot of green bonds, as well as some countries from Southeast Asia. So what's interesting in the green bond market in Asia, that there are many projects used for financing not only renewable energy, but also green buildings. For example, globally, approximately one fifth of green bonds proceedings used for green buildings. However, in Southeast Asia, nearly half of green bond proceedings used for green buildings. So this brings a lot of opportunities for making buildings greener in Asia, which will help to reduce energy consumption, water consumption, improve energy efficiency and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. To what extent is the COVID-19 crisis impacting the green bond market? So recently, we had some changes in green bond issuance, mainly because of the COVID-19. So we started to feel that green bond issuance started to reduce since March and April. And that was mainly due to reduction in issuance from France and Germany. In 2020, issuance of green bonds has slowed down comparing to 2020. One of the reasons for that could be that countries started to issue pandemic bonds. First pandemic bond was issued by the People's Republic of China in February 2020. And then other countries started to also issue pandemic bonds, such as France and Germany. What kinds of measures could help to boost the uptake of green bonds? Several policies exist and already implemented by some countries in supporting green bonds. For example, national green bond guidelines or standards, they also called frameworks. 
also national green bond disclosure and reporting, also public issuance of green bonds, green bond subsidies or grants for green bond issuance and other policies. So one of the interesting policies I want to talk a bit more, it's called Green Bond Grant or subsidy. This policy was quite popular in Asia, for example, in Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, People's Republic of China, Japan, and Kazakhstan. What does Green Bond Grant subsidy does? How can it help to promote green bonds? It reduces the cost of labeling bonds green. In order to label bond green, issuer needs to invite external reviewer, which has additional cost. Green bond grant schemes are usually set for a limited number of years as a temporary measure to boost green bonds, green bond insurance. So sometimes it is three years only, and sometimes it is extended for more years. And schemes usually provide a maximum amount, which would be provided, for example, typically it is uh, around 70,000 US dollars, which can be used to cover the cost of external review. However, of course, there are some limitations and differences. Sometimes it can be cover 100% of the cost, and sometimes it's limited to 90% of the cost. What advice do you have for strengthening green bond design and issuance in Asia and the Pacific? First of all, I recommend to identify the objective of the policy. What is a policy objective? I suggest two objectives, to choose one of two. The first objective to reduce local greenhouse gas emission, and the second objective to promote local green financial center. Unfortunately, these two objectives cannot be met together, so I advise to choose one of these objectives. Why both of them cannot be met? So first of all, it's a project location, where a project will be located. With green bonds, we have to be careful because even the green bond issued in one country, proceedings of this green bond can be used to finance projects located in another country. So here, policymakers need to decide whether they will accept domestic projects or projects could be located anywhere. If projects are located anywhere, they'll help to reduce greenhouse gas emissions globally, but not domestically. So if country aims to meet national determined contribution of greenhouse gas emission reduction, then they might prefer to choose to limit this policy only for domestic projects. Also, another thing that policymakers might consider who will be the administrator of the policy is it one of the monetary authorities, for example, central banks or financial monetary authority, or it will be one of the environmental ministries, for example, Minister of Environment. What indicators will you be looking at to gauge green bond development and resilience moving forward? For the future research, I want to study how COVID-19 affected green bonds because this lesson will be useful for all the future measure events, how green finance affected by them, how fast they can recover as well, and how to promote them and what support do they need, for example, issuers to, to issue green bonds or other green financial instruments. For example, in March 2020, green bond issuance reduced nearly by half. However, some organizations predict that green bonds will recover soon and insurance will catch up with uh, the growth rate. However, it's hard to say now. So for my next research, I would like to see how events such as COVID-19 affect green bonds, comparing, for example, to the conventional bonds. 
It may be that green bones are more sensitive to such events than conventional bones, and thus they need more support. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.